2: Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash stevenlarson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Larson AEW New Japan Forbidden Door for all the curses it may have faced As uh, is is in the books, a successful show, yes, an incredibly fun show. um, That uh, you know, regardless of all the injuries, uh, political issues that might have taken place, seems like everybody really did their damnedest to make this a special show. Yeah. Um, Of course, we have a new AEW interim world title
1: champion. Champion (laughs) might be a new title too. I don't know. I think they had it there, and it looked the same. But it me—it's not the same one that Phil has. Oh no no no!
2: This is probably a different. Yeah, you're probably right. this is like a shop AEW thing. Yeah. A new. It's like, it's they like no, they just yeah. I was gonna send them the one that I got back there that a fan gave us, but yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, he beat Hiroshi Tanahashi in the main event, and we did see the debut of Claudio Castagnoli. Claudio cameraman was in fact the replacement for Brian Danielson against mm-hmm. Zach Saber Jr. in a winning effort. Yeah. Uh seemed pretty happy to be there. Um, and it was great to see him. The crowd, you know, man, there's a reason why AEW goes back to Chicago all the time. There's a reason why, whenever even WWE goes to Chicago, you know you're gonna get decent crowd. They
1: were into this pretty much the entire time. Yeah. Um, for a show that for the most part uh, it was fairly predictable. Um, uh, everybody put in an, an incredible effort. The pace of the show was great. There it wasn't, was, yeah. There wasn't a bad match on the card. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, the crowd was in it till the very end, um, which is impressive because, you know, the kickoff show started at four, bang, with match. Yeah. And, there were you know, four
2: kickoff show matches.
1: Yeah. And so there's five hours of pretty much just straight wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, they, they stuck through it the whole way. You mentioned uh, Mox win the interim AEW title. Another new champion crown tonight. It breaks my heart to say this, but congratulations to you, Steve. Big You've nice had coming a, to you.
2: You have had a tremendous four-month run, uh, and uh, it's, I'm in awe of it. And uh, I got a tall task ahead of me, not necessarily this month, but certainly in August with the g1 you've been putting out these amazing uh, uh short films that we do because that's the burden of the champion i'm excited to get to do one of those now uh scratch that short film itch, but uh but yeah man i had to put my thinking cap on this month and really uh, uh, try my damnedest after coming so close you know, um
1: you know yeah. I, I, I i i i try my best with some bookkeeping errors to give myself an advantage <laughs>
2: That's my favorite story in predictions is you giving yourself multiple fives and sixes. A stupid little mistake, but then we turn it into a story. It's
1: exactly, crazy. exactly. And, and in the end, it was all for naught. Um, the only real surprise of the night was Miro not winning that uh, all Atlantic championship. Um, and even the person who I thought would be next in line if Miro were to not win it, Malachi Black didn't win either. Ended up being Pac, which Pac's been there since day one. Um uh, I I know his participation in AEW shows has kind of been all over the place, you know, especially during the pandemic cuz travel issues. Yeah. Um um so you know, he pandem- or oh, sorry, PAC is a hell of a talent. We're huge fans of him here going in raw. Oh yeah. Um so I, it, it it is it is well deserved. And I always I did kind of think going into this, well, I could see them having a chase the title because that really feeds into his story. He's got his necks fixed you know, he, he, his story is championships are part of his story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Ultimately he, he, th- there's a higher power that he needs, he wants to face to face with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Championships are a part of that, but there's, there's so much more to his story than just like, Oh, I want a title, you know, and having yeah. him chase um, could lead to some fun and interesting stuff. So
2: no, I, I, I absolutely agree. I love it for Pac. You and I are both huge fans of his, one of my favorite gifts is of us back in the old office watching the press conference. Pack shows up, you and I are big fans, and we start going crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's great for him, somebody who has been there from the beginning, who has faced a variety of things, be it travel issues because of pandemic, travel issues because he just wants to be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, or or maybe I don't know if he's had many injuries or not. But um, but yeah, it seems like this dude really deserves to have a, a championship and he'll look great with it. Yeah um you're absolutely right it being surprising about Miro but not terribly I think in the end I know you were at the point in the prediction it's always it's always good to look at the prediction scores just to see where we're feeling about certain matches and that one I was all the way down to three on that one because I thought for sure I was like man I can see in my head Malachi Black having this House of Black really needs something now Uh, It could be that he looks at Malachi and says, hey, you misted me, because that's how the finish of that match went down. You misted me, and then you have maybe a couple months of Malachi, uh, of House of Black, and Miro. When you're Miro, you kind of need, like, it's sort of the, given how popular he is, Mm -hmm. and how successful his TNT run was, Mm -hmm. you'd think, okay, just put a title on him, but... What's left for him to do Mm -hmm. like that seems obvious, but what's left for him to do if he's got a program with House of Black, the odds are against him. He's got matches with Brody, with uh, Murray, uh, uh, (laughs) Murphy, Murray, with Buddy Murphy. Um, And of course, with Malachi Black himself, Mm -hmm. there's a lot, a lot you can do there, especially with, you know, the supernatural overtones of House of Black, the religious uh, uh, stuff with 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 Miro. Yeah, there's a ton you can do there. That gets you going for a couple months pack will no doubt go on a, a terrific run with the and, and then we'll get you know maybe at all out maybe even further down the line maybe you can take miro and his story in a million different ways like you said it doesn't necessitate the belt it used to i feel but at this point he's
1: got an agenda and
2: that's that's square off with the big man upstairs
1: yeah it, championships are part of that you know he says he he wanted three things you know he wanted the gold he wanted uh, his his face to face with with God and he wanted his, his gorgeous wife back that's those were his words you know mm-hmm. um and and all three of those are intertwined um but at a certain point he's got to have a, he's going to win a, a belt back but I'm, to yeah. an extent I'm happy they're going to build to that point you know
2: i'm happy for pack
1: 2 yeah
2: you know uh, but yeah you know getting back around to your initial point what led us to this part of the conversation it was fairly predictable. I mean, I, yeah. we got that wrong
1: on our predictions. That was, but I mean, Otherwise, it was it was Enforcer and I having to take some chances to try to to, to make up ground. Otherwise.
2: And that was it.
1: Yeah, that, that was stuff. it.
2: Um, even in the kickoff, there were four matches there. The three that we – and one of them was such a gimme, and we just found out about it. We didn't even do that one. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, everything was all pretty predictable that being said with AEW, it often is and it's the journey the matches were phenomenal yeah across the board they were really good across the board there was not a bad match i mean probably the low point was uh i'm gonna say this and clarify orange cassidy osprey because the build was like whatever and the match was i thought that the last half of the match was killer i thought it was really really Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. but some of the meat of it in the middle was like eh, okay yeah cool they're doing stuff but the how crisp they were towards the finish was was awesome it was really great i loved it
1: yeah no yeah the finish was good um it's it's an it's a it's an odd mismatch of styles where you got orange cassidy who is a really good wrestler um but you know he, he has he has a thing he has a comedy thing that he does yeah uh Will Ospreay is not known for comedy wrestling. Um, right. And so, you know, there was moments where, where, where Ospre- or, uh, Orange was doing the quad kicks just like real softly to, to Ospreay's head. And Ospreay is like, okay, this is annoying. Yeah. He did a good job with that. But I don't know. You're right. Some of the middle of that was kind of whatever. But well, the funny, the, thing is, solid.
2: the funny thing is, if they had committed, number one, this should have been, and I have no idea if he's actually in Chicago or that's just something he tweeted out, but this should have been Yano versus Orange Cassidy or maybe Yano versus Danhausen but Orange Cassidy is sort of their original comedy guy Yano versus that's that's the match right there um if they had made this into a comedy match for the first 75% of it just straight up comedy and then it gets chippy you know like Osprey's happy to clown around but at the end of the day this is for the US title yeah and then it gets chippy and then it gets really violent but I just didn't feel like it had that build. It just had a lot of really good crisp wrestling towards the finish
1: of it. Mm-hmm. it did. Um, um, let's talk about this. Uh, two maybe injuries tonight. Um, I know Adam seemingly Cole, the
2: curse continues. Yeah, I know
1: Adam Cole was injured uh, walking in. He had a, a shoulder injury, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Dax Harwood during the tag team Winter take all bout uh, seemingly injured his shoulder. Um, he came back out. Um, The commentary said that he had a a dislocated shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, If that was the case, they must have popped it back in, taped him up, sent him back out. FTR won the match. They have like all the tag titles now, save for the AEW ones. Yeah. And then the finish to the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, something seemed off. So uh, uh, Okada's going for a rainmaker. Adam Cole ducks it. Um, uh, Jay White comes in. Hits Okado with a Blade Runner goes and covers Adam Cole. Ref counts to three. Jay White wins. So I don't know if it's a situation where Adam Cole was hurt and an audible was called. Let's just get it over with so we can get medical attention. If if he was supposed to eat that Rainmaker, um, I don't know. Uh, and, and the the uh, the media scrums are probably gonna be starting while we're doing this recap. So if we get any additional information on on Dak's condition, Adam Cole's condition. Um uh hopefully we'll relay uh, relay that to you. But it looked like even at the towards the end, Adam Cole kind of got that shoulder up a little oh, bit. Oh he did. This this seemed like this seemed like miscommunication.
2: It's kind you know that's one kind of minor interesting, I guess asterisk <clears throat> uh, uh minor point about this was the difference between the refereeing Sorry, I just texted you an awesome it's picture great, of Pac it's it's with fantastic. that All Atlantic title. If anybody wants if you go to All Elite Wrestling's Twitter account, oh my God, it's a black and white picture of Pac with a title. This he it looks amazing. Um, but is the difference with the AEW presentation and their refereeing? the difference between what we see in New Japan and what we see in AEW. there are some adjustments that the uh, the wrestlers obviously had to make mm-hmm. um, with the timing of the counting and stuff <clears throat> stuff like that it looked like when they showed the replay of that Cole of the of, of Cole taking the pin there uh, I, I I it did look like he was trying to kick out um and the ref because Jay White was draped over Cole's shoulder that was kicking out, The ref just maybe he thought that was supposed to be the finish. I don't know what the deal was there. Yeah, I don't
1: know either. I don't know. I'm sure.
2: Look, we're gonna we're our our show tomorrow. I'm sure we'll have plenty of Forbidden Door notes, um, some clarification on what happened there. You know, miscommunications are gonna happen, especially when Mm -hmm. you bring two companies, four competitors who are so used to doing it a certain way. I mean, as much as we'd like to think that wrestling is this universal thing, you can't tell me that working over in AAA. For a long time, for example, Mm -hmm. and the way their refs are where every ref is like a different entity, you know, a different personality uh, and then coming over to a completely different company. Well, the same kind of thing here, New Japan and AEW, you know, they they have their their muscle memory. They have what they know uh, when they do this stuff. And it's one thing to go to like a smaller, you know, uh, a show that isn't as prominent as this and 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 do it you can get away with it but when all eyes are on this there's a giant spotlight on you there's going to be miscommunications unfortunately um you know it happened at the at the finish of, of yeah. otherwise a pretty terrific yeah event. it was a
1: really fun match yeah it was
0: it was Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find
1: All right. Would you like to get into the recap, Steve? Uh yeah, let's do it. Sorry, All I right. was looking
2: at I was looking at a replay of Cole dodging that last rainmaker and uh somebody mentioning, yeah, Adam Cole looked like maybe when he when he came down to dodge it, you know, he braced himself with the arm and it was the bad arm. Yeah. And at that point, he just sort of falls over and maybe maybe that was it. Hmm. I mean, honestly, like I'm glad they didn't run away from it. They showed the replay and everything because mm-hmm. there's a legitimate reason for that. Mm-hmm. He's coming into it with a shoulder injury. It's wrestling. That stuff happens yeah. even in the universe, in the story.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So
2: yeah. And if it's it's like, okay, well, maybe Jay White recognized that mm-hmm. and and went for it because he knew he was down.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so uh yeah, let's dive into it. The buy-in featured uh first match. Uh the factory. Q.T. Marshall and Aaron Solo uh-huh. versus Yoshihashi and Iroki Goto, former, fairly recently I.W.G.P. Tag Champion. Yep. Uh, easy day at the office for Goto and Yoshihashi, picking up the win over uh, Q.T. Marshall. I mean, it and Aaron was it Solo. was
1: fairly it was competitive enough where Q.T. was like, hey, I'm going to hit a diamond cutter, and then he does mm-hmm. hit it later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Goto has to go break up that pin, so uh, eventually Q.T. tags in Aaron Solo. Uh, but before he leaves the ring, he misses a 450. Yoshihashi tags in Hiroki Goto. Uh, they hit a bunch of moves. It culminates in their finisher to get the win. Yeah, the, the outcome of this match was not in doubt whatsoever.
2: After that, we had Nick Camarado versus Lance Archer. Camarado got plenty of his shit in. But Suzuki-gun slash AEW guy. Lance yeah. Archer representing Suzuki-gun. Yeah. Uh, Lance Archer. There's a lot of cool big men stuff in here. Uh, but Lance Archer, he's he's obviously, you know, the, the spotlight guy here. Mm-hmm. He's going to he be in gets, the G1, uh,
1: so he needs this win.
2: Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, hits blackout on Nick Camarado to get the win here.
1: Yep. Uh, then we had a uh, Suzuki-Goon team of Kanamaru and El Desperado taking on Swerve, Strickland, and Keith Lee. So, of course, going into this, uh, Swerve and Keith, they're not really on the same page, but they win. They're winning despite that. Um mm-hmm. And there was one pretty prominent mishap here between the two of them where Keith Lee is holding Desperado in the corner. He tags in. Swerve's looking for a drop kick on Desperado. Desperado moves. So Swerve drop kicks Keith Lee in his knee, and then Suzuki-Goon just works over Keith Lee's leg over and 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 over again. They actually did a pretty good job of taking away what, Steve? His vertical base. Vertical base, Exactly. <laughs> um and so uh, Keith Lee is just they're wrecking isn't he? Um, at one point Desperado distracts the ref. Kanamaru spits some whiskey in Keith Lee's face, rolls him up. Keith Lee kicks out. Swerve comes in, hits a house call, hits a bunch of stuff. He clears house, uh, and then Keith Lee hits Kanamaru with a big bang catastrophe, to get the win, and then Ricky Starks, and powerhouse Hobbs, they're up in a, a luxury suite, yeah, at the United Center. And then uh, Hobbs says, you know, the two of you refer to yourself as Shaq and Kobe, or we're the Jordan Pippen. And then Stark says, you know, I find it funny that I find it funny. Lee and Swerve think they're the best tag team and they'll never compare to us. How can you say you're the best when you haven't beat Hobbs and Starks?
2: This match was uh, – it's funny because, like, going into this, again, uh, with predictions – I had a, a thin lead. I was like a one point lead over point you, two lead, leads yeah. over uh Enforcer. And uh and this match right here, I only put two confidence points on it because it was like, man, either Swerve and Lee are gonna they're gonna break up here, which I didn't think. I think that's gonna happen during the Hobbs uh uh Starks match. Yeah. But you know, I had two points. Two points can be a lot sometimes. Yeah. And uh and these fools are out there. And they get worked ninety percent of this match. <laughs> they and, and are getting worked the entire thing, yep. and then uh, and then they're able to pull it out at the end. But yeah, for being a buy-in match, I was like, I have no idea who's gonna win this. And uh, and they're doing a really damn good job telling me that the one one of the teams that I got my channel points or my uh, my prediction points on is about to lose. But they did they did a good job with that. And yeah, yeah I'm looking. I, I like this man. That you know. Uh, they've been telling the story a lot on Dark Elevation as well. They had like a match where mm-hmm. Keith Lee wouldn't tag in Swerve, and he was swerve was like, what the hell, man? And of course, on Rampage, they were like, yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to get there before they split up. I don't no, think I don't they're going to so hit it. Or they that's- could
1: do the thing where they're on the precipice of whether it's uh, winning the tag titles or beating Hobbs and Starks, and that's where it all falls apart, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, the gun club, uh, Billy. Colton, Austin, and Max Caster Mm -hmm. versus uh, four members of the LA Dojo. Yeah. uh, Umura, Coughlin, the android, uh, DKC, Mm -hmm. and now I forget who's the other guy. Give me a moment. I'll find out. (laughs) Shit, I thought you were testing me here. Um, So at the beginning of this match, Danhausen shows up. Yeah, this was a bit confusing. And he's like, I've got a present for you. And then, the, and then the, to the ass boys themselves, not Billy, but his sons, they go running away. They go running up the stage. Knight. Knight? Who's Knight? Is that his name? I don't know who that is. Anyways. <laughs> it's four young boys. <laughs> uh, Kevin Knight. Kevin Knight. No idea who that is. Uh, he's like, yeah, I got a present for you guys. And they run away. And so it's like two on four. And uh, but luckily, one of those guys is a former WWE tag champion, is, is King is of the a Ring, mountain of a man, and he's a mountain of a person. Damn <laughs> Q says LA night <laughs> from the LA dojo. LA night. <laughs> oh man, I'm pay more. I got to start. I got to start watching Strong Man. It's like an hour a week. I got to start watching Strong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony. uh Tony Khan uh, Media Scrum just started, so I'll keep an eye on that. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, at the end, uh, Billy hits a famous error on DKC. Uh, Max Caster falls with the top rope elbow. A long weekend for DKC, taking two losses.
2: You know, man, this one isn't that bad. You're you're facing a mountain of a human in Billy Gunn. And I know, look, I'm gonna catch heat with a lot of a lot of the hookers out there, the Hook fan base. I mm. like Hook just fine, but I looked up as a DKC fellow, and i I saw him liking it. He had some impact matches, so I'm, I'm relatively mm-hmm. familiar mm-hmm. with him. This dude's had 111 matches under his belt, and Hook's had 10. And Hook dismantled him on yeah, Rampage. Yeah. I'm like, let this let this kid get some offense in, man. But yeah, they're he didn't get a whole lot. with
1: Hook. He didn't get no, a whole lot didn't. against Hook. Nope. They didn't. Uh, so the main card kicked off with uh, some entertainers. Chris yeah, Jericho. Uh, Sammy Guevara. And Minoru Suzuki taking on Eddie Kingston, Wheeler, Yuta, and Shooter. This match was a ton of fun.
2: I had not seen Shooter since he was uh, under oh, Mox's tutelage.
1: Jacked,
2: he's jacked. He is yeah. huge. Yeah, man. No, he looks like a, like uh, aesthetically. He sort of designed like a bit of like a dollar store mix of Tanahashi and Ticking Time Bomb. Because mm-hmm. like, it's like a little bit. He needs a little bit more flair, but uh, no, he looked great. Yeah, he looked. He looks amazing. And man, that excursion stuff, it really does wonders because this guy was pulling out stuff that I hadn't seen before. It was really awesome to see. And on top of that, they ran a package beforehand showing his history with Chris Jericho when he was a young boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they let him
1: get a bunch of shit in on
2: Jericho yeah, during cool. this match. Even that was put, awesome to even see. even
1: put Jericho in the walls of Jericho.
2: He did. It there was, was a really cool. fun sequence between Eddie Kingston and Suzuki where they are doing violent things to each other. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, but in the end, Jericho hit Shooter with a Judas effect. Picks up the win for his team, so now uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society they have the 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 advantage
1: as we, going into as we blankets. expected that was, you know would be the case because they're probably going to lose that match, even though uh, uh, Blackpool Combat Club stood tall to end the show. So uh, uh, Claudio got the uh, all elite graphic, so it is official. Oh, nice! He is all what a elite.
2: smart guy. What did I tell you during the stream, man, what a smart guy. You know, he says, "Oh, Tony Khan hired a bunch of older dudes." That uh, probably gonna start dropping like flies at any moment. <laughs> Wait till that happens. You need some WWE star
1: power. <laughs> I know. You need, you need a pop. You need a a, 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 a a high profile fill in for an injury. Yep. Yep. Break in s- case of emergency. Break glass. Sign Claudio. You got six feet four inches of nothing but muscle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good yep. stuff. That it, WWE yeah. stuff's good stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Cause this crossed my mind at the end. Yeah, please. Uh, So I'm going to fast forward a bit. So there's a big brawl at the end between JAS and and Blackpool Combat Club plus Eddie Santana Ortiz, et cetera. So Claudio, member of Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. He's got a history with Regal. He also has a history with uh, Eddie Kingston. They don't like each other.
2: That is correct.
1: What are the possibilities? Claudio, cameraman. Turns on blackpool combat club joins up with js and they went blood and guts
2: i had thought of that i had thought of that heading into this um he 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 just because of like his history with i mean i know that the history with eddie is there but those kind of guys like to settle their beef with violence and then they bond over it yeah it's 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 not a it's not a completely out of uh, you know, out of the question type situation, but I kind of I think that like they have to get this one, I think
1: <laughs> um, this is interesting. This is from uh, David Bixenspan uh, from uh, the media scrum. So apparently, Claudio had already signed, but Tony Khan didn't tell anyone, and then Danielson suggested Claudio without knowing that Claudio was already signed. So he Did he Miller. say when he was signed? No. He, uh, this is based on this tweet from Bixenspan. No. That's hilarious. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Awesome. That's, pretty That's funny. great. Uh next out for uh winner take all tag titles. Rapongi Vice. Rapongi. Rapongi. Rapongi Vice versus uh great Khan, Jeff Cobb versus F T R. Man, hell of a reception uh F T R got. They're Woo. super over his faces. It's, it's they are it's
2: Super over. So early on. Yeah, really early um, on. Really early on, I think even before was it was before he tagged him in the match. No, he was in the match for a little bit. Was he? Okay. Yeah. So uh uh so I had I had read, and I don't know if anybody corroborated this or not, but somebody I think in chat said this was tweeted out, that it looked like some sort of like a Jeff Cobb move sort of hit Dax and then he went down with like a separated shoulder or something. Yeah,
1: the commentary said dislocated shoulder, yeah.
2: I'm sorry, yeah, dislocated shoulder. Um and so like yeah it was really early on the trainers go tend to him they he goes to the back and he looks like he's in fucking pain yeah um but then uh true Willis Reed style mm-hmm. or that one game where uh, Paul Pierce pooped himself yeah uh he comes back probably about I don't know seven ten minutes later mm-hmm. after Cash was in there for a long time by himself mm-hmm. um and uh, he comes back all taped up and bandaged up on the shoulder. And uh, finishes the match, and FTR end up getting the win uh, with a really cool finish here. Uh, I mean, it was just it was a shatter machine. But uh, wait, the, they call it Big
1: Rig. Yeah, Big Rig. Yeah, I know. I like, I like I like shatter machine, so that name's better. It's a
2: really cool name. Uh, I know.
1: Yeah, so at the finish, Dax tags himself in, and then Rocky just tries to roll him up in all sorts of different ways. And Dax kicks out of all of them. And then finally, Rocky hits an arm ringer on the bad arm, mm. and then hits a kick. And then Cash just sneaks in the ring. FTR hit Shatter Machine. They get the win. They have all the belts now.
2: Yeah, man, and it's it was conspicuous too. At the end, they had the Ring of Honor. They held up the so they walk. They do walk in with the AAA tag titles, but in the end, when they hold them high, they've got the IWGP and the Ring of Honor titles. Um, so, uh, so yeah, your 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 assumption or your guess was uh, that this is going to lead to a winner take all for the AEW titles. I would think so. And they're going to end up with just.
1: All of all, all of the titles. Assuming, yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, if if it, if it was just a dislocated shoulder, so yeah, right, you know, the shoulder joint popped out. They were able to put it back in. And there's no damage beyond just the shoulder popping out. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, Dax won't miss a whole lot of time. But a separated shoulder that's different because that's where your collarbone meets up here. Mm-hmm. That's a different joint. That's one yeah. of the injuries I think that Finn Balor had mm-hmm. was a separated mm-hmm. yeah. shoulder. That's he he might mean he also had a torn labrum though. So. um Long story short, hopefully Dax isn't out very long. Agreed.
2: Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship,
1: Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in
0: 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
2: Uh, after that, we had uh, oh, an Steve's interview. Steve's favorite. With, Steve's absolute favorite. With Juice Robinson. The night was going so well, and then he showed up on my screen, and Jay White was next to him. Uh, and uh, he just talks about being the true United States champion, and he declares that that particular match, the one that was coming up later, Will Osprey, Orange Cassidy, was simply a number one contenders match for his title. So the story now, apparently on the road to, is going to be trying to get that title away from Juice Robinson because uh, he he can't he can't fight for it. Um, and then uh, uh, Jay White was also there, and he said, uh, "Yeah, Juice is going to beat Will, Mox, and Tana." Uh, oh, he he's gonna—he
1: did back when he when he won the title.
2: Oh, he said he already beat him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mox and Tana to win the title, and I look to repeat that feat tonight. So,
1: yeah. Yep.
2: Anyways, after that we have the fatal four way for the new All Atlantic title. Clark Connors, who had a wonderful reception with the fans, was really able to get them uh, into it. I mean, he's mm-hmm. sort of like proxy for us because everybody else in this match—they're all kind of
1: weirdos. Well, they're <laughs> all like huge, larger than life. Characters and personalities, and and yeah. and and then, you know, I I don't watch a whole lot of New Japan Strong, so I mean, I've seen a couple of Clark Connors match, but I'm not like super familiar with his character work. But yeah, he was definitely kind of the everyman. Yeah, right. Uh, in this particular bout, yeah,
2: yeah. And you see Malachi Black walking down the street with all his face paint, and be like, "That's a weirdo." um So, anyways, no, but he he had a terrific showing in this match. uh There was a lot of Miro throwing
1: him around. Miro got the biggest
2: reception of the night when he oh, came yeah. out by far. Oh, by, by far.
1: far. Oh, the Miro well, it, it, Clark Connors wasn't exclusive to being thrown around by Miro. Miro was throwing everybody around. Yeah, he was doing. There There's that that a everybody. large stretch of this bout where Miro just absolutely dominated. People mm-hmm. would jump up, jump toward him, catch him. That's more Superman. <laughs> um, uh, he slam him, hit hit an Urinagi, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, in the end, it was Pac's match, and he is now the all leg champion. Finish saw uh, uh, Pack hit a super kick on Connors. He goes up top. Malachi sweeps his feet out from under him. He's looking for a superplex, and then Connors gets up there to do a double superplex, and then Miro gets in the ring after being speared through a table by Connors. Hits the Tower of Doom. He hits Pack with uh, a machka kick. Locks on game over. Pack's trying to get to uh, the rope. Miro brings him back to the middle of the ring, and then Malachi breaks that up by Mist and Miro, hits mm-hmm. him with the black mass. Uh, Connors charges towards Malachi. Malachi puts him at a cross arm breaker, and then uh, Pack climbs at the top, hits the black arrow uh, on Malachi to break that up, and then puts the brutalizer on Connors. Connors taps. Pack is your first All-Atlantic champion.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah, and he looks great.
1: Yeah, that picture is awesome.
2: I know, right? Uh, After that, we had uh, Shingo Takagi and the Dudes with Attitudes, Darby Allen and Sting, versus Bullet Club, Young Bucks, and LP. Of course, this match also, uh, over the weekend, uh, I think just yesterday, was announced by AEW that Arumu Takahashi, the ticking time bomb, had a fever, could not travel Mm -hmm. for this match. And Mm -hmm. so they just dumped Ikaleu off. uh, He was just the enforcer for Bullet Club Mm -hmm. on the outside. So it was a three-on-three match um this was rad because like to to open things up so sting's music plays like darby and chingo come out sting's music plays but there's no sting then we get bullet club so bullet club comes out they make their entrance but then they're down sort of on the the stage the lights come down the spotlight shines and stings up in the rafters he points and then the lights go back down again they come back up and there's an awesome silhouette of sting it's really well done it's like batman yeah it's like batman uh, sort of on on the, uh, the 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 back wall over there near the stage, and then you look, and then Sting is up there, and he just drops a big splash right onto Bullet Club. It was pretty
1: awesome. Sting's amazing doing this shit at his age. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Um, it was a really, again another really fun match. You get all the usual LP stuff, and then you get the young bucks joining in with the the back, back scratches, yeah, and such. And LP tried to tried to do the 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 nipple, nipple twists. twists on sting sting do sold that although he didn't no sell the dick punch he didn't know sell what that
2: they yeah well you know that's hard to he goes full on with that he does. it's like he really it's does. like a lacey evans finish but to the dick yeah um yeah now the uh the what do they call it? the dermis destroyer yeah <laughs> that shit was hilarious matt jackson really went overboard with it it was pretty great yeah
1: and that's saying something because lp always goes overboard with it
2: yeah, yeah, man. I was trying to outdo him. It was awesome.
1: It was pretty funny. So uh, down towards the finish, the the Young Bucks take out Darby and Shingo with pair of suicide dives. LP falls with a moon, like a springboard moonsault. Sting's setting up for a dive, and then all at Bullet Club hit the ring, triple super kick on Sting. So the Young Bucks are looking for a BTE trigger on Sting. Uh, he uh, evades that. They knock knees. He hits them with a double a double scorpion death drop, and then he goes out of the ring. And then Nick says to him, no, you have to get back in. You could see him point to the ring because because
2: LP still he's supposed to go now do the thing to LP yeah and he forgets and he goes out he
1: <laughs> see Nick say get back in there you got to take care because
2: LP's just in there now doing this shit. he's just
1: dancing yeah yeah so Sting he's goes just back dancing in, around he goes back in there he twists LP's nipples kicks him in the in the front area uh, Darby then takes out Hikaleo with the coffin drop to the floor and then Shin goes in and he's just peppering LP with a bunch of shots hits a sliding clothesline, gets a two, and then finally hits him with Last of the Dragon to get the win.
2: Yeah, yeah, good stuff. It was it was a lot of fun. Those Sting matches, they are always so incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. That's so great. That is great. All right, uh, next up we had uh, an announcement. AEW's Grand Slams coming back to New York
1: September 21st. Yeah, just a three week, four weeks, three weeks after I would imagine All Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we got a shooter interview, uh, but uh, Jericho Appreciation Society pretty quickly come in, and then Jericho's like, hey, hey, you really earned my respect tonight in 2.0 over there. And they're like, yeah, we got a lot of respect for you. Then Jericho throws a fireball on his face.
2: Yeah, that was messed up. Oh, so apparently, according to our chat here, Tony Khan says death before dishonor oh. next month. Ring so there are rumors about a July start for Ring of Honor. So that's cool. That's neat. That is cool. That is cool. Let's see if that uh, AEW... Rub we'll rub off on the new Ring of Honor. Uh,
1: then we had Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. This is a really fun match.
2: Yeah, this is a cool match, dude.
1: Um, I was I was I was hoping Tony would get the win here. Fortunately, didn't happen. Um, but nonetheless, it was a, it was a hell of a, a bout. Uh, down towards the end, Thunder Rosa is looking for a DDT on or Death Valley Driver on the apron. Tony escapes that. Hits her with a German Suplex. She hits DDT to the floor. Puts her in the ring. Hits a hip attack. Yeah. Uh, Those tor- hip
2: attacks are something else. Man. They really my are. God, they, they wreck really people. are.
1: And ever since, remember when Britt had, had us all fooled that she got like, Oh my God, I know. Yeah. Knocked out with one ever since then. Yeah. I'm like skittish about the hip attacks. It's uh, like this.
2: It's like how they used to do the drop dropkick.
1: Yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, Tony hits a tornado DDT, gets a two count. Uh, and then Grossly hits a code breaker, a Death Valley driver. Excuse me. A fire, or thunder driver. Finish. Yeah. Tony Storm kicked out of Thunder Rosa's finish. I do not remember last time anybody kicked out of that. Yeah, Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Um, And so uh, Thunder Rosa hits some kicks. Tony catches one, hits a German suplex. She's looking for Storm Zero. Thunder Rosa blocks that, hits an arm ringer because she was working Tony's arm earlier, and then hits Dustin Rhodes' finish, final Mm -hmm. reckoning, to get the win.
2: yeah. Yeah. No, that was cool. Interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like when people use different finishers. I do, too. Them. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, after that, we had Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay. We talked a little bit about this match already. Um, some really good wrestling going on here. I just think, you know, the, the story leading into this was just such that I was like, yeah, I don't even know why these guys are in a match. That 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 doesn't mean I can't appreciate good wrestling. I just don't think that the story was necessarily as focused on their strengths, maybe, as it could have been or told a story that yeah was a bit more crystal clear. Like, I don't know. I don't want to dump on this match. It was no, a fine no, 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 it, it was, was fine.
1: We were it, when we say this match was maybe the low point for us, the low point of the night uh, the night. And this was still a pretty good match. Yeah, that's not us saying this match was crap. It was speaking to the quality of the card overall. The
2: entire thing was good. And the only the thing about this match also that was notable is it was the first time all night. That the crowd did seem to dip a bit,
1: a little bit, yeah.
2: They were like, they were like, ah, we'll see. But then by the finish, when they were doing all that crazy cool shit, I think the turning point was the 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 kicks to the head. You know, the like the goofy ones, the quad 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 kicks, kicks. yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. And you know, it was it was a goof thing that Orange Cassidy does, and then Osprey got annoyed with it, and then uh, then Orange Orange Cassidy did the real ones, yeah, Yeah. he did
1: the real ones, and then the uh, the the crowd got much more into it, yeah, and maybe part part of the build too, wasn't so much orange Cassidy kind of doing his usual mind game stuff, if you will, you know? Yeah. yeah it was just yeah. a bunch of brawling. There was a bunch of huge mm-hmm. brawls. That was because it, because it was, it was not just Cassidy and Osprey. It was, it was Roppongi vice and, and the rest of the United empire. So you had these g- giant brawls that were happening on a regular basis on dynamite and rampage and didn't really focus so much on the character aspect, especially of orange Cassidy. Maybe that's part of the reason why. And mm-hmm. so maybe, no, be. you know, we don't, there was moments we saw Orange Cassidy's personality, like the quad of kicks, a couple other moments, but you know, not there weren't. I didn't really feel like there were stretches where he was just being like prime Orange Cassidy. It was just more like mm-hmm. bits and pieces here, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay uh, gets the win. The finishing segment was really good. So Will Ospreay, after the quad of kicks part, uh, hits the Spanish fly, cheeky nandos, uh, Orange. Then so they're they're on the top rope and then Orange rams Osprey's head into the top of the ring post and breaks the camera up there. That was a good spot. That was great. Uh, Will then uh, elbows Orange off the top rope, and then Orange just kind of like really slowly, like he's playing possum, lays on the mat. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. trying to get Will to do something so he can evade him. him yeah, in, yeah, exactly. So then Osprey does like, I don't know, like three different attempts at a moonsault and finally hits one. Goes for another standing shooting star press or something. Orange Cassidy gets his knees up, hits a beach break, gets a two. Uh, he looks for an orange punch. Osprey reverses that to a cutter, hits an os cutter that gets him a two. He goes for hidden blade again. Uh, orange ducks that. Osprey goes for storm breaker. Orange reverses that to a hurricane rod a pin, uh, gets a two there, and that's when Osprey hits hidden blade. Orange kicks out, and then Osprey hits a storm breaker to get the win, and then uh, Aussie Opens hits the ring, starts stomping on Orange Cassidy. Again, another huge brawl. Roppongi Vice comes out, to try to make the save. They get beat up, too, and then Shibata comes out. Yeah, that was cool. And he takes out Mark Davis. Uh, Osprey hits with a couple shots. Shibata lays him out with a pump kick. He got the corner drop kick, and eventually Aussie Op- Open pulls Osprey out of the ring, and then Orange comes up to Shibata, puts the sunglasses on him, gives him a shoulder lean and a thumbs up.
2: I didn't think Shibata could look any cooler than he did, but then he put on cool sunglasses. He looks super cool. I think he looks super cool. Super cool. That was a fun match. I like how us (laughs) saying, yeah, no, this wasn't like our favorite match, but it's still really good. It's going to turn into, oh, why are you guys shitting all over this match?
1: (laughs) I get it. This speaks to the quality of the show that this match which is good. Yeah, it was good. It's fine. just wasn't our favorite. Yeah, it's okay. Uh,
2: After that, we had Zack Sabre Jr. versus Vacant. Vacant ended up being Claudio Castagnoli. Now this was it's kind of got everywhere today. Uh, Fightful Select earlier today uh, reported that uh, there were some promotional materials. Uh, number one, it was reported earlier earlier that uh, Claudio had in fact been doing uh, some uh, ring in ring training mm-hmm. at the the Flatback Academy. Uh, Tyler Breeze and um, Sean Spears is mm-hmm. academy. academy, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, today Fightful Select had a report that some people had seen some promotional material featuring Claudio uh, in the Blood and Guts match. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, Dave Meltzer today also on Twitter indicated that Claudio was backstage. So this was uh, by the time today rolled around, if you pay any attention, this is sort of not a surprise. But it was awesome to see Claudio Casignoli. Now in AEW, as you said earlier, he's got the graphic. He is AEW. Yeah. Um, so it was great. And it was awesome to see him in there. It's funny to see WWE guys show up in AEW. They are big, man. They're big. Especially, he, he's been in WWE for, or he had been in WWE for a long
1: time. And when they were recruiting his class, they were big dudes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, Jersey Statham here in chat says, Tony Khan said he was supposed to debut at the Ring of Honor show instead. Claudia. Really? That's interesting. That is interesting. Um, uh, Bjornski here in chat reminds us that, so for a while, there is a cameraman, a ringside cameraman, in AEW, that was tall. And we were like, oh, Claudio. That's got to be Claudio. Any moment, he's going to take the, the hat and mask off, and we're going to see Claudio in the ring. And this was months. This is going back to revolution, I think.
2: This goes back a long
1: ways. Um, and then uh, he went up to that cameraman and posed with him.
2: I, I just I uh if anybody's following me on Twitter, I retweeted the picture. Uh yeah. What a what a, what a sense of validation. Yeah. <laughs> because the entire time we're like, when is this guy gonna reveal himself as Claudio Cameraman? hmm And dude's about so, the same height? Uh, yeah, they has got like the same I'm not like, gonna say the same build, but you know, from a from a distance, like, oh that could totally be Claudio Cameraman. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, Obviously, this match was terrific. Zack Sabre Jr. is incapable of putting on bad matches. Claudio's fantastic. I, am, I This is just sort of, I feel like, the tip of the iceberg, too. Like, I get the feeling if Claudio, if they have this match a year from now, it's going to be infinitely better, and it was already really good. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Claudio can do. Match after match, night after night, week after week now not in the WWE he's always been one of the more creative wrestlers mm-hmm. during his time with WWE which does have a bit more of um a lockdown house style um he, i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do
1: yeah uh mayor Planet of Houston here says y'all's theory made its way to Reddit and it blew up there nah that's funny that is funny uh this is yeah a really physical bout um uh, you know Zack Sabre Jr working both Claudio's arm and his leg uh Claudio having some answers for the submission moves of Zack Sabre Jr. I didn't notice in the video package uh leading into this bout because going into it the idea was Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson for the title of best technical wrestler in the world I didn't notice in the video package beforehand if they kind of walk that back because you could have Claudio just beat Zack Sabre Jr. not necessarily for the idea that now, Claudio was best technical wrestler in the world, you know, and then still retain that idea for the eventual Zack Sabre, Jr., Brian Danielson. Match. Oh, man,
2: I have no idea if Zack Sabre, Jr. said anything or if he's going to say anything. But this is easy. You do the same thing they do with Seth and Cody said, I wasn't preparing for this guy. You know, yeah. I, need yeah, to, yeah, yeah, for, totally. I need to I need to I need to prepare for people. Exactly. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah, no, they did walk it back because, you know, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this this was terrific. It wasn't as, as – it was a much different match. I mean, obviously, they're two different wrestlers, but it's a much different match, I think, than we were going to get mm-hmm. with uh, Danielson and Zack yeah. Sabre Jr. Yeah. Um, he's Claudio's full-on bringing the swing with him because uh, we got that late in the match. He tried it early, couldn't get it on. He got it later on, but Zach Saber Jr. of course, being who he is, he's trying to get Claudio into all. So he's reversing all sorts of stuff into submission holds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, towards the finish, he tried to trans He, tra- he transitioned uh, a heel look into a figure four. Claudio transitioned that to a sharpshooter. Hits a double stomp. Zach Saber Jr. hits a bunch of uh, penalty kicks. Claudio responds with an uppercut, a clothesline, gets two with that, and then he hits a pop-up uppercut, discus clothesline, and a big old power bomb to get the win.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, Then we got the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship uh, Fatal 4-Way Bout, Adam Cole Bebe versus Hangman Page versus Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. A lot of fun stuff here early on. Uh, Jay White and Adam Cole are working together. Okada and and Hangman a little bit, but not as much. And then at at one point, Cole and and Jay White, too sweet, and Cole just turns on Jay White. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just turns on him. Um, and then we have – there's this pretty fun sequence where where Hangman is almost desperate to hit somebody with a buckshot to get this win. He's yeah. just coming in from all sides of the ring trying to get buckshots on people. And also Okada is trying to hit a Rainmaker. And neither of them mm-hmm. can do it mm-hmm. at all. Um, and so down towards the finish, uh, Page lays out Okada with a clothesline. He looks for a buckshot. Cole pulls him off the apron, throws him the ring steps. Cole gets in the ring. He's looking for a Panama Sunrise on Okada. Okada reverses that to a neck breaker, hits a top rope elbow. He calls for the, the Rainmaker. Cole ducks it. Paige looks for a buckshot. Okada ducks it. Cole hits a bunch of super kicks. Okada responds with a drop kick, misses a Rainmaker. Paige goes for a buckshot. Cole super kicks him. Okada hits uh, Cole with a drop kick, a landslide, misses the Rainmaker again. And that's when Jay slides in, hits Okada with a Blade Runner, and then covers Cole to get the win. Uh, so far, we haven't seen anything. I, uh, I haven't seen anything on Twitter regarding uh, any questions being asked about M. Cole. Um, but, you know, we'll keep looking. Uh, and then Undisputed Elite walked down the ring after the match is over. And I wonder if they were supposed to have an angle there, but they mm-hmm. realized Cole was hurt. And they're like, mm. So they cut away pretty quick.
2: That could be. Yeah, that, that could absolutely be. Uh, and then we had our main event, John Moxley. Versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW Interim World Championship, and uh, th- this, this fine match. It was Mox, very heel Mox in this match, getting ready, I guess, for blood and guts. Tons of blood in this match, mainly Mox suffered at the hands, evidently, of a sling blade.
1: Yeah, I'm still not sure. There wasn't like that one moment where you're like, "Oh yeah, I understand why he's bleeding. He took a, sl- a sling blade, rolled it out of the ring, and he was bleeding a ton from his forehead."
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Selling that sling blade, man. Bladed yeah. himself over a sling blade.
1: I guess so, which, uh, you know, it, it shows how That's powerful Tanahashi <laughs> sling blade is. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Um, so, down towards the end, Mox is looking oh, for. Oh, this a- is
2: this. Sorry, not to interrupt. I apologize. This is interesting. So, like a couple of people here in chat noted that the Young Bucks almost helped uh, Hangman up. Hmm. They're speculating that maybe that was part of the angle that if they were going to do something, gotcha. it would have been involved Cole and Hangman.
1: Gotcha. Oh, that could be. Yeah.
2: And the Bucks, you know.
1: So uh, Mox is looking for a paradigm shift. Tanahashi blocks that, hits a pair of twisted shouts. Mox responds with a German suplex, hits a paradigm shift. That gets him a two. And then Mox starts dropping a bunch of 12 to 6 elbows, looking for another paradigm shift. Tanahashi counters with a headbutt, and hits a kamigoye, which is great. Ace is high off the top. He goes back up, hits a high fly flow, gets a two. Uh, Mox right into a bulldog choke. Um, uh, and like there, there's a stretch here where Mox is, puts him in like a submission move, like a bulldog choker or sleeper. Tana has an answer for it, rolling him up. Um, and eventually, though, uh, Mox locks on. Manage, manages to lock on a sleeper. Bull, transitions to a bulldog choke. Tana gets to his feet. Mox hits him with a paradigm shift to get the win. And then the you know, like a lot of dynamite. Then <laughs> we get the brawl to end the show. Uh, so Jericho and Daniel Garcia come to the ring they start beating up Mox and Tanahashi Eddie runs out to make the save and then eventually Wheeler Yudas and Tannen Ortiz, the rest of Jericho Appreciation Society come down huge brawls breaking out, Jericho Appreciation Society has the upper hand, Claudio runs out to make the save, he pretty much lays out everybody, swings Angelo Parker a bunch, JAS take their leave, and we're just all waiting for it, when is Eddie and Claudio going to have their moment and right before camera's cut you have Claudio just kind of leaning on the top rope, almost like saying, hey, hey Eddie, how's it hey, doing? What's up? What's your and problem? Eddie's just like cursing Claudio. Spits at him name, twice. Spitting at him. Yeah. Yeah. And then
2: Mox is just laughing. Yeah. He's just sitting there like, ah, there's another mess I got to clean it's up. Blood pouring down
1: his face. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for our review of AEW New Japan Forbidden Door. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow at noon, I'm sorry, 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern, live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And then it goes up everywhere on YouTube and wherever podcasts can be found. If you're watching us on YouTube, do us a huge favor. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the notify bell. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really helps grow going in raw. Thanks to our sponsors today. And thanks to everybody for hanging out with us during Forbidden Door. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well,